Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we are preparing to annihilate Minute 23, which begins with Gary explaining the over a century long history of the first post and ends with Gary telling Raimundo that it's rather fitting that they're having a beer called Crowning Glory. Yeah, I... I've always, I don't know, I, I I think we talked about this at the top of the show. I really find, maybe it's from the outside looking in, but I find a certain romanticism in the sort of the social history of the the public house. Yes, I agree. I, yeah. I'm, I'm always up for going to a pub, as long as it's a real pub with a, a, a particular vibe. Like, I'm not... Like, you know, I have my, my pub that's like down the street from me, you know, but yeah. I hate going accidentally going like during a, 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 a game. football game or something. Yeah. Um, because then it's just like the vibe in there is different. It's not it's not like everyone's there for a reason. Yeah. I like it more when everyone no one's there for a reason. They're just there. You know, that's the best vibe. You know what that reminded me of? My parents have a uh, have a hot tub uh-huh. back at the house back home. Uh-huh. And uh, they they sometimes they will turn off the stuff that makes the hot tub bubbly uh-huh. because it's loud. Uh huh. And sometimes and then they can't hear their music. Oh. And sometimes they just want to chill and play music and enjoy the sounds of like being outside <laughs> and not have the aggressive but bubbling or buzzing or worrying. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just want to go to a pub and sit, and yeah. be able to hear the person across from you, yeah, and or maybe even hear people around you, and not have like loud TVs and cheering and fuck you. Oh, what the fuck was that? You know, like yeah, right, exactly. Or yeah. or just like cheering, yeah, the cheering, like when a goal hits and everybody like freaks out, and you're like in the mid conversation, and you just have to like stop talking and stare <laughs> at the other person until the cheering stops, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. Or or uh, if you've ever been to a pub when there's a uh uh like a pub quiz going on that you're oh, not, god that yeah. you're not a part of the worst uh, that is the worst that is so annoying. Yeah, I um, I went on a double yeah. date to a quiz night earlier this year and or a, a quiz yeah yeah why, why did i and but were you participating in the quiz yes but okay i realized that because i was i was looking forward to the double date because both parties of the other both both people in the other double date i was interested in talking to them and getting to know them uh-huh and it hit me early i'm like oh that none of that's going to happen because we're going to be focused on the quiz the whole time right yeah uh, yeah, I'm uh, I don't like pub quizzes. Not a fan. Not a fan. I think they're stupid. I don't I don't think they should have been invented. I think it's a bad idea. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. 
Um, he's not listening to Friend. this. He doesn't. He hasn't listened to this show. I think since it was Back to the Future minute. <laughs> I <laughs> I uh, I remember one time I come, I came back from one of those quiz nights. Yeah, pub, pub quizzes, and my roommate went to another quiz night, and we were just kind of both going through our evenings, you know, just play by play, and we realized that. Even though we had gone to separate pubs or separate bars, we had been given the exact same quiz. Yes. Yeah. Because they just that's, printed that's them another, off of a website. Yeah, that's another problem with it. Uh, or or have you um, – did you ever realize in college, like, did you ever get like a, like a, like a take-home quiz – or anything, and then look up the answers online and realize that like your professor didn't actually write the quiz. Like, he oh just, yeah, he just downloaded a quiz you're like, like online, and you're yeah. just like, wait, so like, what does what do they do? Like, what? Yeah, I saw <laughs> this not writing the quiz themselves. What are they even doing? I saw this TikTok the other day where it was like this girl was recording her dad, um, and uh, and they were she, he was like look you got you got a you got a sixty three and a fifty it's online you can cheat <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah maybe that's another reason I don't know I teens I like I like I like the TikToks I think they're funny and I'm like ah kids are funny <laughs> sure <laughs> kids are funny. <laughs> They're in good spirits, yeah, but that's, but that's the problem fun. is that you're just seeing the clever ones. Sure, that's true. You're uh, not you're not seeing the the, the ones sh- that are like calling their friends the R word and yeah. think it's like the funniest thing they've ever said. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just yeah. those dead eyes. Because here's the thing: dumb adults, like dumb, like Trump supporting adults. Yeah, like at one point they were dumb kids. Yeah. They were just like dead inside. Were, nothing, yeah. nothing excited them. School sucked. Being at home sucked. All they want to do is like go out to a field and drink. <laughs> you know, like yeah. and just and wait to die. Yeah, and then like you know, like have sex with a cheerleader or something. I don't ha- know. Have like, a have a kid. They're indifferent about. Right. Yeah. I. They're nightmares. Anyway, like the majority of teenagers are nightmares. That's what I was. That's that's all I'm saying is that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm saying there's lots of good ones out there. I'm not yeah. saying that they're all that. It's just that in general, I'm uh, most of the teenagers you're going to run into are not going to be the fun, clever ones. Yeah. They're, they're going to be, be the nightmares. They're going to be dead. The good, the bad kind of blanks. Yeah. The bad kind of blanks. Exactly. <laughs> so they go, they go into the. <laughs> The bad blanks. The I bad. guess that's the episode of the title for this one. The bad blanks. The bad blanks. So they go into the uh, they go into the first post, and uh, it looks pretty sanitized. Yeah, it's I. So so okay. So he says like, oh, it's just like deja vu, and then um, uh, 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 Oliver says that it's been bought by a chain, uh, and then. He says the phrase, uh, Stephen says the phrase Starbucking. Starbucking, man. It's happening everywhere. I, it's, I don't, like, I understand, I, uh, the thing about the, the turn of phrase Starbucking, using Starbucking as a adjective or a verb, right? I understand exactly what he means when he says it. However, is Starbucks known for buying up? small coffee shops and turning them into Starbucks. I don't, I'm not learning it enough to know if that's literally what they had a habit of doing. 
Yeah. In like the early 2000s going into the 10s. But yeah. I, I do know, I do think it kind of fits that sort of fear that people had back then where it was, we had these small mom and pop coffee places or Java places. You know, when I think of like the nineties, I think of like that place they go an extremely goofy movie. Right. Um, where it's like, where it was like pirate coffee or something. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden it gets, it closed down because everyone would prefer going to, I guess another, as a, another term of equal potence, Starbucking is like McDonaldizing. Yeah, I, but I guess I guess yeah, I, I guess so. But but does McDonald's McDonald's doesn't buy other restaurants up either. They no. might put restaurants out of business. Yes, uh, I've definitely heard of that. You know, like Walmart. Walmart opens in your in your small town, and like every other business is going to go out of business. Yeah, um, that happened a lot in Indiana in the in oh the sure early, the mid two thousands. There's a South Park um, episode about it. Right. Exactly. Uh, and so like that, I understand. But the idea of a thing, a mom and pop thing being bought by a chain and then turned into a Starbucks. just sort of like a generic chain style thing. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of that actually. Yeah, it's more like in the the, the... It's not in America. Maybe this is a British maybe it's an England thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Starbucks did buy up old coffee shops in England. Maybe that was a Maybe that was what was going on there with that. Mm-hmm. But but the 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 pub thing is really curious to me because I don't think I've ever seen a chain pub. Well, okay. Or or a bar, like a chain of bars. So I've never seen that. So when I think of American well, I think of restaurants like BJ's. Sure. Uh yeah. what was that one place that we were talking about right at the top of the show where it was like you thought it was a pub but then you realize that it's like a chain pub or like it's Oh yeah 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 that's it was called the pub the yeah. pub and it's like yeah. look we're like an english pub but we're not we're actually like closer to a buffalo wild wings right but they didn't buy a pub and then turn it into the pub yeah yeah they built the pub like out of no like out of the ground you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I it's just it's interesting to me i don't know the, the this idea maybe maybe this is more of a an england problem because they're not building things as often as england because it's been around for so long right that it's a lot of a lot of this it's a lot of starbucking because- whereas america is taking what little un, un unconstructed land we have left and constructing it right putting new stuff on it it's like all new buildings all the time in America. And then maybe like in England, it's more like, well, this place was a post office and then it was a pub and now it's this chain thing. Yeah. Where it's just like kind of like uh, like what Scott said or what Scott said, what what all, what O-Man said, like sanitizing it and taking away the, that, that, the that, discernible charm. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of kind of what you hear about happening in New York. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, is Starbucking like basically like, um, like it CD- happens. He- it happens here too in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, it's- where something will be like old, but it'll have charm because it was from the seventies, man. Right. And like, you what know, that- oh, what is that word called? It's on. It was on billboards all the time. When gentrification. Gentrification. That's it. Yeah. So it's just gentrification. That's what it is. Yeah. Where it's like, no, this needs to be palpable to white people. So we need to make it clean and boring and safe. 
so that it's and it and it's also yeah so that like we can charge more for it and yeah like, get rid of all the people who are currently living yeah here. like white people um, might be afraid to walk into a bodega or a carnesadia because they see like brown people hanging out right and black it's like people. what happened in uh, Brooklyn yeah where Brooklyn used to be a really cheap place to live mm-hmm. uh, like when my grandma lived there. When she yes. was when she was like growing up and and in her early twenties and lived in Brooklyn, it was like that's where the poor people lived was in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're like on the poor poor side of things in New York, you lived in Brooklyn, and now the idea of that is insane. <laughs> yeah. Today, Steve Rogers couldn't even afraid afford a place in Brooklyn. Right. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I guess that's. I guess that's. I guess that's what they're what what they're kind of meaning, and maybe that's what's happening more in England because again it's like yeah. it's a lot of older buildings being because, reused yeah. rather than built from the ground up. And I think what uh Oliver and Steven I don't think the mindset behind what they're talking is like yeah like uh the mindset of people will people would prefer something sanitized because it's familiar. Right. Of like well I don't know what a mermaid coffee hut is so I won't go in there because that scares me. But I know that if I walk into any Starbucks, I know what I will order and what it will look like and where I will sit. So I'll go into right. a Starbucks. A lot of uh, a lot of travelers do that. Like if they travel a lot, they will go to. They're more likely to go to chains because it's they know what it is and it feels more like home. Yeah, yeah. You hear about that, like travelers that are in like Hong Kong or 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 Germany or Berlin, you know, they'll be like, "Oh god, a McDonald's, great. I know what to order." Right, right. Cuz sometimes you don't want to have an adventure. Sometimes you don't want to be Anthony Bourdain. You just want to like right. sit yeah, and have a McDouble. Oh, got to point out there's uh there's a black guy in this in this pub. Whoa! There's one. <laughs> Found black, one. <laughs> black guy in an Edgar Wright movie. <laughs> there he is. There are right five. underneath the TV. Hello. Uh, Hello yeah. there. Um, so my question, nice. My question is, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Edgar. My, Thanks, Edgar. My, <laughs> everybody gets one. <laughs> my question is, where are the blanks being instructed to go to the bar? Like, what makes? I don't it- know the the whole like like sociology of the blanks is very interesting to me because. Are they are they still the people they were in a way? And so like they're still like doing stuff that like they would normally and like the stuff that they like normally. It's just that they're more responsible about it or Yeah, because like I know if we're looking at our I'm trying to go through my knowledge and I'm not an expert, but of, of like dystopian literature. Uh-huh. Your nineteen eighty fours, your Fahrenheit four fifty ones. Right. People when people were like turned in 1984, when they were like brainwashed or or converted, they still had downtime. They still had leisure time. It was just their relationship to it became different. Right. Like you could still go to a cafe in 1984. You just couldn't talk about like, oh, shithead president. Am I right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I don't know if the blanks... For example, I don't know if they're like a hive mind. They are. They are. So they they are they they are not individuals anymore. Uh but yeah, that's the thing. It's like are they are they can they be both? Yeah. Like, is there is there like a a hive mind 
that connects them all, but also they're individuals, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess I'm like, are, are they being like, okay, well, five of uh, at least five of us have to be at this pub at all times. Otherwise this pub won't be getting money and it will close. Yeah. So you, 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 you go to the first post and buy exactly two beers and drink them and then leave. Right. I don't know. Because then it's like, well, what's the point of existing? Which I guess is the argument that Gary's making. Yeah. Because like they're not, they don't want to go to the pub because it's been a hard day and a beer sounds refreshing. They're going to the pub because they have to. Yeah. Because they were told to. Yeah. It's That's like, weird. oh, I'm not watching Tiger King because I want to. I'm watching Tiger King because it's trending. Right, right. Um, I've always been fascinated with these fake chalk things. Sure. Uh, the faux chalk. Or, or, or are they fake chalk? Like, or, or like, it's like chalk paint or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always been fascinated by that uh, and how, how like, <laughs> I don't know, how nice but fake it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Free Wi-Fi. So the sign says, welcome to the first post, relax and enjoy. So yes. it's still the first post. Yes. It hasn't been, it hasn't become like a quote, the pub, like a, a chain. Yeah. But like he says, it's been bought by a chain and, and, and it, it seems like the suggestion is that like maybe, maybe like being bought by a chain in England is like, it could be mean that like, Oh, there's like a guy who owns like a bunch of pubs and he makes them all look the same, but they're all separate pubs. It's just that they're all owned by one guy that has one aesthetic that he likes. Yeah. I guess kind of like, if you think about a movie theater, yeah, you know, you used, there used to be like, you know, first cinema, you know, where it's like we bought this movie theater in 1943, and there, there's, here's the funny carpet, and there's the Time Crisis game, and <laughs> right, <laughs> the funny carpet and the Time Crisis. <laughs> you know, you know, movie theater. Yeah, of God, course. It's already been so long, but <laughs> but then you have your Regal Cinemas or your right. P- Pacific Theaters, where it becomes sanitized, and it's all the right. same. Right, right. I uh, I also think that there's. You know, there's also there's also the um, the other uh, the other thing that's happening here, which is that it hasn't been bought by a chain. It's still the first post. The chain that bought it was the network. Definitely. And they were and like, and so it's not actually bought by a chain at all. It's just that the network did this. Yeah. And they're like, this is what all of the pubs will look like. Right. They look nice. <laughs> Relax and enjoy. Yeah, I uh, I do. I like that. He's like, can't get rid of the smell, though. And he's like, I'm sure they tried. Yeah, because I'm sure being here is very uncomfortable for Andy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for many reasons, uh, the main of which we'll uh, we'll get to in uh, tomorrow's movie, Definitely. I think. But um, I uh, uh, I want to talk about um, the menu. OK, please. A little bit. Uh, so. First of all, we get this we get this really nice shot of the menu. We get to see like the full menu of what the first post offers. And I have to say, the thing that struck me right away is holy shit, this place is cheap. Oh, cool. Um uh so you got your starters, you got cheesy nachos for 250. Great. You got chicken wings for $3. 
uh, prawn dippers for uh, looks like three ninety nine. Wow, garlic mushrooms for two fifty. A prawn cocktail for three fifty. Tomato soup for two seventy nine. Um, and then you've got main courses. So you've got uh, chili con carne, sausages and mash, steak and ale pie, fish and chips, scampi and chips, and uh, chicken curry. All of which uh, range between five dollars and five dollars and fifty cents. Wow, I know. Um, you've got uh, baguettes, which I think are sandwiches based on what we've got here. And mm-hmm. all of these are under $5. Uh, cheese and ham, cheese and salad, which I assume is just like a cheese sandwich. Um, roast beef, uh, prawn mayo, which sounds absolutely revolting. Uh, chicken <laughs> salad and a BLT. And then you've got burgers, which come with chips and salad. Um, and, and the salad here, I'm assuming, means like dressings for your burgers, not like a side salad. That'd be cool, uh, a little side yeah. salad. No, I think, but I think it's not a side salad. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, I, yeah, I think it's like dressing for your burger, like mm-hmm. a like like lettuce, tomato, onion, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but all of these are are like under six dollars, and the veggie burger is the cheapest at only like four fifty. Um, so I just I find that all like the the pricing of this is nuts, uh, and I wonder if this is realistic pricing. Or if I've just and I've just lived in L.A. too long, or what? <laughs> this is this is nuts. Um, I yeah. can eat like a king in this place. Yeah, no, li- no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, let us know. Is that is that kind of normal prices out yeah. back in the Midwest or in England? Yeah. Or is this the result of network prices? Yeah. Have they have they mastered capitalism? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you have desserts. Which, you know, I know what a lemon meringue is. I know what chocolate fudge cake is, strawberry sundae. All of those, I know what those are. And then there were two that I wanted to look up. So treacle sponge, I looked up. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it, treacle it sponge? looks like treacle sponge. But it's a it's a pudding. So it's a, oh. um, it's a uh, like a soft cake that is um, sort of like in the shape of like uh, uh, those uh, – uh, like the thing that you put like an orange in to like, like turn it into like to to squeeze out the orange juice, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like in the shape of one of those uh, those little those little things, and then it's it's like soaked in like a syrup thing, um, and so it's got like a you know because it's a it's a sponge because mm-hmm. unlike <laughs> unlike out out here when we eat sponge cake we just eat sponge cake like dry, right. um, <laughs> out there they're like yeah no it's called sponge because it soaks up something. So put some stuff in it to soap it up. Yeah, and then that's how that's how it becomes like a like a you know what's considered like a pudding um, dessert. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's just sort of like a like a like a simple like sponge cake kind of thing with like a with like a sauce on it. And then the Elton Mess, um, which seems to be like a like a dessert sort of parfait kind of thing. Um, it's got like strawberries and whipped cream and. Uh, uh, stuff like that in it, and it's like served in a cup. It's a full menu. Yeah, yeah, they have a full menu. Um, and I would eat a lot of this. Um, I mean, you know, my vegetarianism notwithstanding, I would eat a lot of this. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. this all sounds pretty good. Yeah, chili con carne is interesting. Yeah, I don't know where their kitchen is though. Do they have a kitchen? Do they have yeah. cooks? Is it all just like made out of like uh they put a cube in a microwave and it pops out and it's food? <laughs> Maybe it is. That's true. Uh that would be interesting. Um 
Yeah, so uh, so there's this bit that I've never because Simon Pegg is sort of like, um, uh, you know, performing the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he is like sort of enunciating things in weird ways uh, that are um, uh, making it hard for me. Have made it always hard for me to understand what he was talking about. <laughs> so like. He walks over and says, good evening, Raymondo, the prodigal sons have returned, and then says, who's on the guest list tonight? And Raymondo's like, come again. And he says, the guest Elise, or whatever, however he says. But what he's saying is the guest ales, as in, like, what are the, what are the seasonal beers? Oh, right who's now? on the guest list? Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look behind uh, Raymondo here, you have a buy one, get one free on guest ales. Um, oh, okay. and which is, I guess what they just call like the revolving, like seasonal beers. Sure. 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 On tap. Uh, and that's why he says, <laughs> I've always been confused because he says, uh, you know, what's, what's on tap. And he's like, there's one. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're like standing there, like surrounded by like seven different kinds of beers. Yeah. What do you mean? There's only one. There's like strong bow. There's fo- I mean, strong cider. But there's Fosters. There's this extra smooth thing with a magnet on it. There's the uh, there's the the weed ale that uses the the network logo. Um, there's like there's like a bunch of different ones. Yeah. And, and so I was like, what are you? What is he talking about? There's one. But crowning glory is the the guest ale. Uh, okay. So that's the only guest ale currently. Right. That's the only guest ale right now. All these other ones are standards. That yeah, they have all the time. They always have Fosters. They always have right, right. The network ale. I wonder if the network ale is good. I don't know. I will say that Crowning Glory was an actual beer uh, created for the World's End. Whoa! By uh, a, a company called Tring Brewery Company uh, in in England, and uh, it was. A uh, what's interesting about it is that it was not a um, uh, to the best of my knowledge, from what I could look up, it was not a draft ale. It was because it was um, <clears throat> Tring Brewery's first bottle conditioned beer, which was basically a beer that they that you would put into a bottle and it would ferment in the bottle rather than how it's usually done. Um, the bubbles that you get from like the the carbonation that you get from beer, uh-huh. right? is from the fermentation process and it's from the yeast and it's like this chemical reaction with the yeast that's usually done in the vats before it's bottled. And a, uh, a bottle conditioned beer is done in the bottle. So as far as I can tell, I don't think that it was ever offered out of the bottle. Like it was just a bottled beer. That's, um, that's interesting. I would, yeah. I, would I, I hope, I hope it's still in circulation. It is not. Okay, well, that makes um, sense. It was it was only in circulation the year that it was uh, it was released. However, I'm I'm really upset about this actually because it is Crowning Glory is an an ESB, which is my favorite kind of beer. Oh no, yeah. So I'll never get to have it, but uh, it is. Well, if you're going to make a movie about a beer, <clears throat> makes yeah. sense to have a beer made. Yeah, uh, you know the Kingsman sequel had that that bourbon that no one no one uh is buying and really because it was yeah the 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 bourbon from uh the american yeah yeah channing tatum um, yeah channing tatum's thing uh they uh they made that bourbon um and they sold it and it was like 65 dollars a bottle which is why i never bought one because it's like 
Fuck yeah. way too expensive. Um, and yeah, you can still, I can go to the Ralph's like down the street from here and I can still buy a bottle of statement statesman bourbon. If wow. I wanted to spend $65 on it. Oh, is it, did it get good reviews from the bourbonistas? No, no, it tasted, everyone said it tasted young, which is, uh, uh, it means that it just kind of tastes like alcohol. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't even taste good, which is unfortunate, but, and it costs $65. Well, sounds a lot like Kingsman, the golden circle. <clears throat> yep. Sure does. <laughs> Overpriced and not very good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that sucks so anyway, it'd be really sexy to have like that bottle though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the problem too, is that it, it's not a good collectible because it doesn't look like the bottle from the movie. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's it's such a letdown. It's such a huge letdown. It's like I would totally if there was like a Kingsman store in in London, yeah, where you can get like a suit tailored, I'd be like, "Oh fucking hell yeah, let's do that. Let's do it." Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um so anyway, so uh uh the thing that sucks here is like I do like that it's the buy one get one, as we'll find out tomorrow because they do end up only ordering four. So <laughs> they only paid for two of them. That's great. Um, which is which is good. But if they had bought five, then who was going to drink that extra free one? I guess, I guess one, one of them. One of them, was, one of them was just going to drink like like going to have a, a baker's five. dozen tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, it does. I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, pu- publican. So. <laughs> publican uh, Raimondo. P- publican one. It sounds like like a shitty like I'm a publican. Around <laughs> yeah. here, around here in Kentucky, we vote Publican. <laughs> it does. So, uh, Publican number one is credited to uh, the unfortunately named. I, I don't want to be mean, but uh, Teddy Kemper. His name's Teddy Kemper. Ted Kemper. They call him. Uh, got a great character actor face. Uh, in addition to the world's and his last credit, unfortunately, I hope he's still alive. Uh, yeah, he's still alive. His last credit was in 2016, a TV series mm-hmm. called Birds of a Feather, where he played a pawnbroker. Uh, other credits include a few episodes of Sir Gadabout, The Worst Night in the Land. Wow. Where he played Merlin. Oh. That's from 2003. Uh, he's in a he's in a favorite movie of mine, The Lovely, a stage manager. The Lovely being a biopic about Cole Porter, where Cole Porter was played by Kevin Klein. Oh. It's a fun little movie. I'm, I'm a I'm a Cole Porter guy. He was in a lot of episodes of Liquid Television as Mrs. Helen Murdoch, and uh, he was in the movie Yentl as a yeshiva student. Good old Ted Kemper. <laughs> as a name like two serial killers mixed together. Mm-hmm. Two yep. very differently built serial killers. Yes. <laughs> yes. The matinee idol serial killer and the character actor serial killer. And neither of them, neither of them, uh, uh, look like he does. No, <laughs> yeah, he, he looks so neither. He, he is a third build. He is yet a third build. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, I, don't think, I don't think Ted Bundy was in Manhunter, right? No, he wasn't. No, 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 because that would have happened later. I yes. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, and and I'm sure he would have been in like season three or something, but they never got there. Ah, uh, yeah. Believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer yeah yeah well <clears throat> what are you gonna do yeah i mean it's not like they'd be making it anyway 
Yeah. It would just be another thing that they're not, that can't be made right now. Yeah. Man. Season um, two was really good though. It was really good. That Great. show was really good. It was a fucking awesome show. Man. Anna Torv. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Very much so. Um, all right. Well, uh, guys, go check out the other podcast, Dueling Genre. Uh, I've got my other podcast, Theme Park This. Nick and I also do The Doctor's Companion, and we'll be probably bringing back another another season of that show very shortly. Sure. Uh, um, I'm sure that's uh, that's uh, on the docket somewhere. Um, <laughs> you'd think I would know. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, go check out all the other shows at DuelingGenre.com. Check them out and uh, download them on your favorite uh, podcast app of choice. And we will be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 24. But for now, let's boop it.